Hey there, and welcome to Gilmore Girls Revisited. Welcome to our fifth episode. We're your hosts, Carissa and Michelle. And today we're talking about season one, episode five, as Carissa mentioned, um, called Cinnamon's Wake, which first aired November 2nd, 2000. So I'm kind of loving how we're pretty close to the uh, Gilmore Girls timeline. I know, it's working out well. Uh, so in this episode, Rory has an embarrassing encounter with Jane on a bus ride to school. Uh, Lorelai is courted by Rory's English teacher, a.k.a. Mr. Medina, who asks her out during a bake sale at Chilton. At the inn, Michelle deals with an enthusiastic group of French clients. Yeah, so the three major storylines we see in this episode is that Cinnamon's Wake, so we get to see Cinnamon, who is um, Babette and Maury's cat, who passes away, sadly, in this episode. And then we get to see Lorelai and Max, spoiler alert, <laughs> go on a date. Woohoo! Or do they? I don't know. We'll see. And then, um, finally, we see how Rory and Dean's relationship uh, goes to the next step. Oh, and we also see more about Lorelai and Rory's relationship. So um, as the summary that Carissa mentioned kind of talks about um, Lorelai being seduced by Mr. Max Medina, obviously Rory as a teenager and as a student of Max Medina has some thoughts about it. So throughout this episode, we see how Lorelai deals with all of that. So this episode really um, begins, like many of our episodes do uh, throughout the series, uh, at Friday Night Dinner. Um, and it's kind of funny because um, it's prefaced with a wake. And this whole episode is about a wake. Um, and it's a wake for Lorelai's cousin, Claudia, who Lorelai does not know. And Emily is like, you got to come to this funeral. She's like, I'm not going, Mom. Like, I don't know her. Um, and it's funny. So it's prefaced with the, with the funeral and it kind of ends on a funeral note as well. Um, but we'll get to that. Um, and, and it's just funny. There's this hilarious banter between a mother daughter as there normally is. And I don't even know if it's like appropriate to even say the joke. Cause I was like jaw dropped when she said it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. But before that, like Emily was really offended when Lorelai was like, no, I don't even remember her. Why would I go to her wake? And she's like, she's your cousin for all intents and purposes. And then Emily started to, Rory was a little confused, but then Rory started, I mean, um, Emily started explaining how they're related and it's like, oh, that's your cousins, cousin, cousin, cousins. I forgot. It was like not direct cousins. And it just reminded me of my family. Like I have so many cousins and my parents refer to them like, yeah, they're your cousins treat them like your cousins. And it turns out that they're so far off that we're almost like not related. So just seeing that I'm like, Emily, you're exactly like my parents. I love it. It's so true. It's like, okay, well you have your cousins and then your first cousins, you know, but no, for the Mexican families, it's like sometimes everyone that your parents have ever met in their life is a tío, tía or primo, prima. You know? Yeah, they had a lot of kids back then, so it's like all <laughs> it's of hard my to keep track. <laughs> all of my grandparents, all of my like my grandpas, 
nieces and nephews and their kids. <laughs> it's a lot. But yeah, Emily had jokes and I can't remember how I can't remember exactly the joke, but essentially So go ahead, go Okay, ahead. can do I to say it? Yes. So um Richard isn't there for Friday night dinner because he's away on business and the girls ask, Oh, well, where is he in the world? And Emily is like, he's in Germany. And um, Lorelai jokingly says, oh, like, who's he hanging out with? Like, the Nazis? Like, and Emily is like, no. Like, why would you say that? And Lorelai's like, mom, that was a joke. And then, you know, they finish their conversation. And then <laughs> Emily says, oh, you know what? We do have that one friend. I forgot his name. Um, former Nazi. Great, interesting stories. And then... <laughs> Lorelai goes, that is despicable. That is heinous. And Emily goes, no, dear, that was a joke. It was just so funny. I know. She was so upset. I'm glad Lorelai felt comfortable enough to tell her mom, like, this is disgusting. Despicable, exactly. With known Nazis. Hopefully other families across the country are having those kind of conversations with their family members who say this. Yeah. But they can be as open. Yeah, thankfully Emily was just joking. Um, but I thought it was funny. So I feel like Lorelai and Emily are a lot alike, and Lorelai oh, refuses to admit that. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Later on in that episode, we see that Chilton is having a bake sale, and I, it's so funny how um, Rory keeps asking her mom. So as we know, Rory's a little bit more responsible, at least more organized than uh, Lorelai is. So she keeps reminding her like, are you sure you have everything for the big sale? Like it has to be homemade. You can't buy anything, blah, 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 blah. And um, Lorelai actually came pretty prepared to the big sale because she brought Suki. (laughs) Suki came to the rescue. (laughs) I know. Yeah. And she, she doesn't even do it like, okay, yeah. Like she went all out. She brought her little torch, you know, to torch the creme brulees. Like she went all out for this bake sale. And you know what? I think it would be nice to have a Suki in my life who can just make me treats. We could do that, Carissa. We can be our own Sukis together. <laughs> uh, I'm like the worst baker. Yeah, I, I like I ruined a Betty Crocker cake once. Like it like sunk in. It defied gravity. Yeah, I don't understand why baking is much more harder than cooking. Like the recipes usually for cooking turn out whatever it says on the recipe. And with cooking, I might—I mean, for baking, I might follow the recipe almost exactly, and something's wrong. I'm like, how yeah. can it be wrong if I followed it exactly what the recipe said? It's probably because it's raining outside or it's windy. <laughs> like literally, it's like the bake is affected by things not related to what goes inside of it. It's ridiculous. Later. So um, as, you know, Suki's setting up the table and prepping all the, all the beautiful desserts, um, just so happens that Mr. Medina goes to the table and sees Lorelai and asks her to, like, go on a walk. And they're talking about something. I forgot what they were even talking about. But he goes, I have, like, a proposition or a proposal or something. And she's like, we, he's like, we should date. It's just like out of the blue. And she's just like, what? Like, and she, you know, at first she's like sort of inclined to say yes. And then she's like, wait, wait, no. 
and she's she was like, just it'll be weird. flirty. She was like so flirty and kind of like, yeah, just being so flirty because she wasn't sure to how serious he was. And then when she realized that he was serious, she's like, oh shoot, like, is this real? Yeah. Yeah. And then he's like, he, he asks her like three times after every excuse. He's like, well, do you want to? And she's like, blah, blah, blah. Well, do you want to blah, blah, blah. And then finally he's like, well, do you want to? And she's like, yes. <laughs> so he finally got the answer he was looking for. Um, and you know, they are, they, they settle for a coffee date because Lorelai doesn't want to commit to like a sit down dinner. And just nonchalantly says, well, you know, I frequent this coffee shop at four o'clock after my class in Hartford, like, if I see you there, then cool. And, of course. So cool. Both of them. I'm, even the way that Max asked her on a date, so smooth, like, I want to date. And the way she responded, she's like, hey, if you want to be there, you can be. I'm going to be there. So nonchalant. I know. I know. So they've sort of, you know, said we're going to meet at this, cafe in this particular time and lo and behold that day arrives and little maxi medina is sitting there waiting for her to show up and it's really cute because they try to be really coy that they're not on a date and there's just like all this like flirtatious banter and And they're sitting at a bar like at the bar of the coffee shop or something so it gives them the flexibility where it's not too awkward sitting at the table or it's like Lorelai wasn't, I can't, I think Lorelai showed up first, but it didn't have that awkwardness. Like, oh, I'm just waiting here. It's going to look sad. No, it, it, I think it felt so much more chill because it was at the bar of the restaurant. Yeah. And they were just there talking. Yeah. They looked like, uh, like as if they were both just strangers popping in to grab a coffee and like happened to be sitting next to each other. So cute. It was so cute. <laughs> but you know, that was like their coffee day, their pre-date as Max had, had, had coined it, had coined it. Um, and he was trying to convince and get Lorelai to agree on going like on a real proper date. And Lorelai comes to the realization that she, she does in fact, you know, she likes him enough to want to do that. But what's running through her mind is, okay, how am I going to explain this to Rory? Because mind you, she went on this coffee date without Rory knowing. So Rory still has no idea what's going on. And she's like, she's struggling to find what to say to her teenage daughter about dating her teacher. Yeah. And I don't know, like, I'm glad that at least Lorelai is aware, I mean, aware of how weird all of this is because it's not only that she's dating Rory's teacher, but she's dating a teacher. I don't know. But I, I think she plays it off well. And Max is persistent, but in a good way, because there's so many times we see guys be quotation marks persistent when they're just being jerks. But I feel like mm-hmm. he had the right... Like Tristan? Yeah, like Tristan. Oh, no, but he, he actually did great. And again, they were both so flirty and cool. Um, I, I did love how Rory, how Lorelai mentioned, like, Rory is my life. She's my pal. She's my everything. So she... I feel like she kind of had a gut feeling that like, okay, me dating my daughter's teacher at her new school might not be the best thing. Like she felt weird and she felt like I need to talk to Rory, but, um, 
I don't know. Would you have preferred if you were Rory? Would you would have have? Would you would have preferred to know before the the coffee date or like right after that coffee date? Or would you have just not want to know at all? Like that's your business. I don't want to know. Uh, I for sure would want to know, but. <laughs> I think, honestly, I think the way Lorelai did it was okay because she, they had like a, like a simple coffee date. Like she, because this is going to be like a bigger deal for Rory too. Like knowing that she likes him enough, like going to see him for a little bit and realizing, okay, like this is something that I actually do want to pursue. Like if she would have just like gone gun ho went to like a sit down dinner it's so many sort of expectations put on that one dinner that the coffee date sort of offsets that a little bit that she could kind of go in there more comfortably. And then honestly it would make that dinner date even more special and, and better, I think. Um, so I, I would have waited to tell Rory like Lorelai does right before the second date. Mm-hmm. How about you? Um, I think I would have wanted to know when he kind of like asked her out at the bake sale. <laughs> really? I'm like, what if one of my friends saw? Like, why was your mom talking so closely to Mr. Medina? I'm like, yeah, I don't know. Why, mom? But that's just me being nosy. I don't know if that would be the best, the best thing. But as we might remember, Lorelai had mentioned in the previous episode that she doesn't share that much with Lorelai, with Rory, that she tries to like protect her and doesn't let her see all of that uh, dating because obviously she's dated and she doesn't really get wants to involve Rory and things that are probably going to be temporary. So mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I just thought that was very adult, very flirty, very cool. Oh, and I love, I love how at the end Max says goodbye, Lorelai Gilmore. Like uses her full name is so flirty. Oh, her full name. Yeah, oh, I know. And it's funny because um, on the other side, Rory also has a boy thing going on. With? Dean. Mm-hmm. Dreamy Dean. <laughs> Dreamy Dean. And do you want to explain, like, what happened in that first scene of them together? Yeah, so Rory is jumping on the bus to head to Hartford for school and Dean jumps on the same bus and he comes up from behind her and um, kind of startles Rory a little bit and they're having like a little bit of a conversation and um, she's like wait like you're on the bus like you shouldn't be on the bus like this is going to Hartford and he's like well you know buses make stops and at that moment like the bus stopped and he's like goodbye Lorelai Gilmore and says Ah! her full name too I was like oh my gosh (laughs) so cute I thought it was so cute he was like sitting next to her so much like skinship almost they were so close together yeah his face was like next to hers like because he was like from behind her so it's like oh my god my heart is racing just thinking about it thinking about it I just like those little scenes are so romantic and Dean was just oh I love that is so romantic he literally spent money to go on the bus just for a stop or two just to talk to her and be like hey I'm interested and Rory being Rory like she startles easily but I love it for a second. She was kind of chill and then she was freaking out, which I thought was totally cute. I don't think she embarrassed herself at all. 
despite yeah. whatever that summary said. <laughs> and as girls, like, when you're, like, I feel like sometimes when you like someone, you're, you don't really know how to react. And I feel like the way Rory is reacting is, like, in a very nervous, like, way. And Dean is so confident. Mm -hmm. And it's just, like, there's, like, this parallel. But, you know, as we see, like, Dean is taking her nervousness and her sort of, like, coyness to be like like that thinking that he doesn't that she doesn't like him so he's kind yeah. of like confused well, we kind of get that too. a little bit later too because at first I feel like that scene was so innocent that it could have been either way but then there's another scene right afterwards where they where she's so oh, Rory <laughs> she's nothing like me but I see some similarities she sees the grocery store where Dean works and she's walking with Lane and she's like, oh, I need to go to the market to pick up something. And Lane's like, oh, what do you need to pick? I'll go with you. She's like, oh, no, it's okay. She's like, no, if I leave you, I'm going to have to go home and I don't want to go home. And she's like, oh, no, you know what? I just remembered. I just need to get home for something. I don't need to get anything from the market. So then Lane's like, okay. Lane goes home and Rory continues at the market. And she's just there acting very, like, weird, kind of a little bit <laughs> suspicious. And I can't remember, no, I don't think it was in this episode, but she was just acting very suspicious at the market, trying to find Dean to like stare at him. Oh, so I love, like when I was younger and I used to see a cute guy that I had a crush on and just finding opportunities to look at him from afar. Not like in a, a stalker way or anything, but just like seeing them. And even Miss Patty notices, like, like I forgot what she said. Miss Patty is so cool. She said something like she realized that Dean, that Rory was looking at Dean, and she's like, mm, "Yeah, I would be looking at him too," or something like that. Or she's like, "He's too big to put in a basket." <laughs> <laughs> I love Miss, her. Miss Patty is full of sexual innuendos. That woman has like a running list. Yeah, but it's it's I funny, like Lorla, I Rory's like scene on the bus um made me think to when I was in high school and I would see like like the same cute guy, like you know, we would there was a bunch of high school kids that took public transportation and I would see like the same guy, whether it was like my train or my bus, and you like kind of flirt with each other, like just by looking at each other, like batting your eyes and like, you know, like just really really just innocent things that you would do on the bus but like we, ne <laughs> we never even like we never said anything to each other it was all ojitos as we say and yeah. no action so at least dean is like doing it right like but yeah. it was always it's sort of like romanticism of like being the bus and then you see like the cute boy and always wanted them to come and talk to you and they never did at least for me <laughs> so innocent I love it and then she sees she finally like sees Dean and Dean sees her and he's he's like the um baggage person so he he runs over to assist whatever whoever the cashier is assisting Rory and she had a very like he's so flirty and not like I'm making fun of you but in that kind of like picking out things so she had like a really random supply, like a mousetrap, cabbage or something. <laughs> and he was making fun of her like, oh, this is like very uh, random things you got. And she's like, oh, yeah. 
And then um, she doesn't even have enough money. I think she only had, she's like, oh, I only have a dollar. And then um, she just decides to take one thing, but she can't even like look at Dean in the eyes. Like she's so nervous and she just like runs off. And I can't remember like if Dean said something afterwards, but she's just so nervous. I think Miss Patty's uh, comment probably made her more nervous. And then she's like knowing that it's obvious. And I think a lot of times it is obvious. Like when two people are making ojitos at each other, or even when they're kind of crushing on each other, I feel like it's kind of noticeable. So mm -hmm. she probably felt super insecure and just ran off. Um, and I think that's when Dean is like, oh, maybe she doesn't like me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was, it, Rory's so re weird in that scene, especially when she's like checking out. It was, uh, I would, I feel like I would do something like that. Yeah. No, like I need this cabbage and this mouse trap. Like I need, it's essential for dinner tonight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, I, yeah, I feel like that was the embarrassing part. Not so much the bus scene. That's giving me kind of flashbacks though, because when you see, when you're so close and it's like your crush is there and you're talking to him, he's talking to you. It's getting so serious that you're like, <gasps> and then like, I'm running. Uh, I don't know. I love it. Oh, so cute. Yeah. And, um, you know, as we like, you know, as we mentioned, like people like Patty and other characters start to emerge too in, in this episode, like um, Babette and her husband Maury. and Maury. And it's centered around this, uh, their, their storyline in this episode is really centered around their cat, mm -hmm. Cinnamon, who passed away. And, um, you know, it's, it was kind of nice because the, you know, the cat had passed and the whole town gets together at their house, which I thought was like, just really sweet. And like that small, like little town charm that like everyone gets together. Everyone knows each other. Um, and, and even Lorelai mentioned, like she knows, obviously she grew up in, she grew up in Hartford but she realizes how weird the town can be. Like, I think they, they gave them shellfish. Like, they, the cat eats shellfish from a Elf's oh, Pancake House. Clams. From Elf's Pancake World. And, I, like, she just reflected with Rory. Like, oh, I love this town. The characters are so weird. They're so genuine. And then, like, Babette and Rory don't have kids. They only had, like, cinnamon so I think it wasn't even just about the cat. It's like being there for your neighbors and being there to support. But I also thought it was so cool how everybody showed up. And like Suki brought food, Luke brought food. I love seeing the dynamic between Luke and Suki. Like they're both, like Suki's a chef at the end and Luke owns his diner and he cooks a lot of the food there. So I just love seeing their dynamic. They're so cute together as uh friends obviously <laughs> yeah she I would say Suki would consider herself a more refined chef mm -hmm. while uh so that's what they kind of like compete on like Suki brings all these little hors d'oeuvres and like Luke brings like burgers so yeah uh, she was so <laughs> committed funny. she's like okay we're gonna put the paper and plates here and then we'll make the line and then at the end the desserts and Luke is like no just puts the bag of food food and everybody just starts like running in and I don't, I, yeah. And it's like, 
now that we're in COVID time, seeing all those people in such a small space, I got a little bit of like anxiety. I'm like, <gasps> it's a little too crowded for me. But we got to see a little bit of Babette's and Maury's house, and their house is small. And it was purposely made, like, Lorelai was washing dishes on the sink, obviously. <laughs> and she had to sit down because they purposely um, made the house small so Babette could be most comfortable in. And Maury yeah, because, is tall. Yeah. And I exactly. thought that was so cute. Like, it oh. is. He's, and actually, he's like so sweet. that comp that that scene where like you're explaining the sink is like a really good um, parallel, uh, or it's a really good scene to explain like the parallel that I felt that um, was being portrayed of like during Cinnamon's passing and how Babette not knowing kind of like what to do with her life now and like needing to have plans, you know, because like. That, that cat was, like, all she and Maury had, you know? And, um, you know, in, in a way, like, Lorelai is, is sort of taking that conversation with Babette and kind of looking and reflecting on her own self and saying, well, you know what? Like, once, what, what, what am I going to do when Rory leaves? Like, what am I going to do with myself? And, like, am I going to be alone? Like, so, and I think that 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 conversation also makes the viewer feel like, you know what, even if you were having reservations about her dating Rory's teacher, Lorelai does have to also think about like my daughter is like three years away from like leaving and going to school. Like I have to think about, you know, the next chapter of my life and do mm -hmm. I want to have a partner? And I think it's like a conversation that um, a lot of like single parents have with within themselves and you know as an adult now you think about like okay where what's the next chapter and you know you start to think you start to sympathize with Lorelai and being like oh my god we actually I like I, I like you as a character I don't want you to be alone and so you kind of are like kind of hoping that she and Max like actually go out and kind of get the approval from Rory because you know you see how being alone can be like really depressing sometimes yeah and it's like even though cinnamon's a cat they like the cat did pass away so they're also thinking about like death and their mortality and like how do you mm -hmm. want to live your life gives them like all those thoughts too but like when not to laugh but when rory and lorelei first found out they found out like early on that the cat passed away they were one of the first people i think they ran over to help they were such great neighbors but then there's another scene where uh, Rory's talking to Lane and they're talking about how the cat died. And apparently <laughs> like the cat rolled over or something when he was already dead. And Lane's like, she's like, did you laugh? And Rory's like very serious. She shakes her head and says no. And then she, Lane asks, like, did you want to? And then Rory holding it in, yes. <laughs> yeah, it was so I'm funny. Like, wow, I love it. And Lane, we, we see a little bit more of Lane in this episode. She's just so cool, playing her cool music. I love Lane. She's such a great friend, too. She's, like, such a refreshing um, contrast to Rory as, like, a teenager because she's, like, more of what, like, a normal teenager is like in this sense where like she like loves listening to music she rebels against her parents she loves concerts she's like a 
like she has like such a funky eclectic sense of clothing and really trying to experiment when her mom's not around to that of course um so it's just she's like she's just i like her as a friend i think she compliments uh rory well as just suki to lorelei yeah and speaking to suki so like we had talked earlier how Miss Patty is very frank and makes all these like innuendos about sexuality and all this stuff. Suki is the opposite. There is this one scene when they were at Luke's and they were talking about this amazing guy, AKA Mr. Medina. And Lorelai was telling Suki how she likes him, but she's worried about dating him because he's Rory's teacher and all that stuff. And she's like, yeah, I don't like it to involve Rory in my personal life. And Suki, so he was like being a supportive friend and then Lorelai's like, Lorelai, what did Lorelai said something like, oh, but you know, it's been so long. And Suki's like, so long since when? And Lorelai's like, you know. Oh, like, yeah. No, I don't. What do you mean? Lorelai's like, you know. And I, I, well, I feel like they, that was kind of like a, not necessarily a lame joke that the writers did. I feel like the first time Suki would have gotten it, but even if she didn't, I love how that wasn't just top of mind for her. And Suki is single, FYI. Um, but it was, I love, I just love her and how like that wasn't the first thing that came up. But then seeing Miss Patty talk so freely, it made me wonder like, like these are 30 something women. How are they not more free to talk about their sexual needs more clearly or more clear like this patty did yeah yeah i don't know i don't know maybe miss patty is given the um sort of safeguarding of her age where mm. like an older woman is sort of sometimes known especially like to kind of kind of make jokes like that but like women you know maybe at the time too like in the early 2000s maybe it just wasn't common i feel like over the last 10 years it's definitely evolved because women are waiting a lot longer in life to become or to get married. And I think that these women that we see in Gilmore Girls, like Suki and Lorelai, were in their 30s and weren't married. And I think now we're finally pushing the envelope and talking more about like sexuality and sexual needs, especially like from a woman's perspective, because for a long time, it was just all that we would hear is like the male's perspective on that. So mm-hmm. it's definitely come you know, it's evolved over time. Um, so, you know, I'm, but it was, it was good to see that, that little joke in there. Um, it was subtle, but I think as adult women now, you know, those are things yeah. that we notice that I'm sure our moms in their thirties noticed too. Um, but you know, that was something that you're like, ha 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 on the side, you know, you know, yeah. like really no, I'm glad it. that I, they at least mention it because <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I still think, I don't know. Lorelai's so cool. So it's refreshing, even though she has a kid, it's refreshing to see women in their 30s on TV being cool. (laughs) They still got it. Um, And so Rory, like there's an encounter because the whole town is at Babette and Maury's house. Where so Dean, (laughs) the whole town, the whole 50 people. Um, But we see Dean... um, show up with like a case like cases of drinks and Rory like freaks out and she's trying to find a place to hide. <laughs> Literally oh. she's trying to hide. <laughs> <laughs> Lorelai is like looking for her. Like have you seen Rory? Have you seen Rory? 
because she wants to tell her about Max and she's literally hiding somewhere. <laughs> it was so funny. Um, and he finally catches her outside. Um, and I can't remember the sequence of events, but did Lorelai try to talk to Rory first though? She caught her outside. No, I can't remember. Or was Rory hiding outside? Rory was hiding outside, wasn't she? Yeah, and Lorelai was looking for her inside, and she was, like, talking to Babette and Suki during that time. And then Dean finds her outside and tells her, like, like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, I've been bugging you these past, like, few days or weeks or something. Like, I get it. You're not interested. Like, it won't happen again. And the way he said it, too – he didn't even say like, oh, whiny person or like an angry person. He said it's so matter of fact and was apologetic. And I'm like, wow, this is amazing. WB, how can you make a teenager be this um, responsible and chill? And then Rory breaks out and she's like, wait, like in her head, she's like, no, don't do this. I do like you. But she ends up telling him. I forgot how she does it, but at the end, she's like, I'm interested. <laughs> like, no well, way, I'm like, interested. Yeah, because he's like, you know, I just, he's like, I'm, babe, based off your behavior, like, I just, I thought, like, you're, you're just not interested in me anymore, and she's, like, kind of stone-faced, like, she's like, oh, no, like, I'm crap, like, no, that's not what I wanted to do at all, and she is like, no, like, I'm interested, and then, doesn't she go for a kiss? No. Oh, that's okay. Sorry. No, that's she doesn't go for, for a kiss. later. <laughs> no, she doesn't go for a kiss. Um, she gets like excited afterwards, and I think it's kind of like a mutual understanding. Like, okay, we both like each other a little Confirmed. bit more in elementary school, but I thought it was so cute. Like, they were both got excited, and at least like that, they know because that's always so weird too. Like, I remember even for me. I didn't realize that I would push guys away because I would act like (laughs) I would act more friendly and flirty with guys I wasn't interested in than with the guys I was interested in because I would get nervous in like elementary school or even high school. Yeah. And then I finally picked that up in college. I'm like, oh, (laughs) that makes sense. (laughs) Oh, but I just thought it was so innocent. But, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Okay, so they're outside, Dean and Rory, and then somebody's knocking on their door, on, like, Rory and Lorelai's door. Obviously, they're next door at Babette's house. Rory sees it first, and then she goes, finds her mom, and says, Mom, like, why is Mr. Medina knocking on her front door? And Lorelai just gasps, and she's like, oh, shoot, like, we had our date tonight, and Rory's like what and then then she's like I'll be right back yeah so she talks to Max first about it yeah she goes over and she's like Max I'm so sorry like I forgot there was a like a bit of an emergency like there's like a cat a cat funeral he's like okay you didn't have to make up like a lame-ass excuse to not go on a date and she's like no I'm serious like it's an actual cat funeral and she's like, I really want you to like reschedule with me. So she's like being really genuine, like, like earnest, like, I'm so sorry, like, but like reschedule with me. And so they decide to reschedule and then she comes back and she's not has to face her daughter. And, um, you know, I'm, 
on right like off off the bat like Rory's not thrilled no one's like gonna be like yippee like go ahead and date my teacher um but you know she's She's, I think, warming up to the idea with in the way that Lorelai approaches it. Yeah, I mean, she was also on this high from having that discussion with uh, Dean. So I feel like it's kind of going to be hard for her to be that upset. But I just think it's wild how Lorelai literally waited until the last second. Like when she was looking for Rory, I thought it was just like, oh, this is a good time to talk or something. I don't know. But no, she was like, she like, I don't know. If I was Rory, I would have been so upset. Not even because she's like dating my teacher. But it's like, I have to like see my teacher in front of my house. And I have no idea what's happening. And then you tell me. I'm like, no, Mm -hmm. you should have told me right away. And instead of me seeing it and being shocked, like, what the heck is he doing here? But I know. at the end, like, like they talk about it and Rory ends up being fine. Like it's, it's only temporary. She's only going to be at Shelton for so long. And Max is a great person. Yeah. So, you know, like, you know, like it ends with, you know, Rory being like unenthusiastic about it, but not saying no. Um, and, uh, you know, they go back home and, you know, I had mentioned that they prefaced the, the episode with a funeral and so, and Emily and family dinner. And so it it wrapped up with Emily calling the Laura, the, the Lorelai's and, um, (laughs) asking like, where have you guys been? I've been calling you and calling you and, Rory is signaling signaling to her mom, like, don't do it. Don't say where we've been. And Lorelai's, oh, we were at a funeral for a cat. And the Emily is like just so dry, but her response was so funny. I was like, I rewatched it like twice because I just wanted to keep laughing. And she's like, hold on. I'm looking up aneurysm in the medical dictionary to see if I just had one because the way that she just like, you went to a cat funeral instead of your cousin Claudia's funeral. And it was just, it was so funny. I feel like that's something that like my mom would say, like, what? Are you it's not even me? like you went there instead of this one. It's like, no, you refused to go to this one, but you went to a cat's funeral. Oh, Emily's so fun. I love her. I oh, know, her, her dryness is hilarious. So after Lorelai finally finds Rory She's talking to her about, like, how she wants to date Max. Rory freaks out a little bit. She's like, he's my teacher. Like, like she, she just, she's so weirded out by it. And what upsets her, though, it's not the fact that Lorelai wants to date her teacher. It's that she didn't tell Rory. And Rory and Lorelai have such an open communication and I know that Rory, I mean, that Lorelai said that she doesn't really share that much of her personal life with Rory, but Rory doesn't see it that way. She's like, I'm, I, she just felt like her mom didn't trust her or didn't feel comfortable telling her. So I thought that was so sweet how for Rory, that was the thing that made her upset. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it makes sense. Like there's so many different guys in the world and she's 
interested in Max. So it's like, she knows that Rory can't help that. And I also think that conversation she had with Babette really helped. Yeah. Like, put things into perspective. And then Babette, Babette is actually, she's not as, like, sassy as Miss Patty. But there was this one funny scene when they're talking about it and Lorelai's thinking about Max. And, like, I think, I think Lorelai even talks to Miss Patty about Max. No, sorry, to Babette about Max. Like, I can't remember if she, how she taught, if, how she brought it up to her, but I remember Babette said something like, she's like, oh yeah, let me know how that goes. And Rory's, and Lorelai's like, I'll call you after the cigarette or something like that. What, what oh, I'll, I'll call you during the cigarette. Yeah, 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 I'll call you during the cigarette. And I loved it, because it's I like know. the old movies when they would have sex, and then they would have a cigarette afterwards, like, oh, and Babette's like, yeah. <laughs> they're so cool I love them I love all these weird characters they're like usually in a lot of these shows the supporting characters aren't that strong but I don't know if it's just because there's such a wide array but like Bet and Suki and Miss Patty and everybody is just so great and Michelle mm-hmm. we only see a little bit of Michelle but even he was like great today or in this episode yeah so what was uh your your favorite scene, Carissa? Oh, my favorite scene was the bus scene with <laughs> Rory and Dean. I just thought that was so dreamy and so innocent, and I thought it was perfect, like a, a perfect way to, to say hi to a girl that you thought is cute and you, you have a crush on. Um, that was my favorite scene. How about you? Yeah, that's my favorite scene too, but to pick a different one, because I already talked too much about that, uh one of the funnier ones was when Michelle was working at the end and there's a group of French guys that are trying to check in and he's like oh no he's talking to them in English and then they're like they're talking to him in French because they think he's French and he's like oh no I don't speak French blah 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 blah. he says that with his French accent and Lorelai gets mad at him and he's so funny he's like he's like oh like, I don't want to deal with them. Like, most of them are so insufferable. That's why I left France. So I just love it how he's, like, so annoyed by French people. And he does the same thing. He's like, that's why I laugh. Like, I don't want to deal with that. And he shares that same energy to people. So I love it. He is also insufferable sometimes. <laughs> um, I, yeah, that was my, my second favorite one. And then I don't remember we had any good fashion moments in this episode you know what I couldn't really think of one um and nothing like really stood out to me this episode yeah maybe just um Rory with her uniform oh my god literally I thought the exact same thing ah yeah we see a good amount of pictures of her with her uniform and I keep thinking like in that pilot episode the skirt was so high up like, mm-hmm. it was so low, it was, like, under her knees, and Lorelai fixed it to make it a little bit nicer, but I feel like that skirt keeps going up <laughs> fine, like, it's a pretty nice uniform, but yeah. I'm just surprised that um, the school allows their skirts to be that short, so I'm, like, good for Rory, because I feel like most schools, like, I remember in high school, it was so dumb, or 
in elementary school. They would make a standoff and like the skirt had to be up to your fingers. Like it could yeah. be uh, shorter than your finger length or something like that. And they yeah. told me I have really long fingers. So I was fine for most of my skirts. But then I'm like, I mean, they shouldn't be placing girls' bodies anyway. But I'm just impressed that they're able to get away with that uniform. Because that uniform looks so cute. It looks so cute on her this episode. I thought the exact same thing. And, you know, in my very short days lived as a Catholic schoolgirl. Um, I had, we would roll our skirts up. Like we would like just roll them when we couldn't get them like tailored any shorter. We would just like roll them up. And we were in like fourth grade. Okay. We were scandalous. We kept like bringing them up and bringing them up (laughs) and then roll them down when we were leaving to go home. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, I, I would agree. Her Chilton outfit and uniform were probably the, the most iconic of the episode. It's a staple. It is. So that's all that we have for today. Again, this was season one, episode five. Yay, five uh, for Cinnamon's Week. Please let us know what you're thinking about Lorelai and Max as their relationship starts to evolve and develop. Um, And follow us on Instagram at Gilmore Girls Revisited. And on Twitter, GG Revisited. Thanks, guys. Have a good week. Bye.